Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside once again this week, Jamie. Hello, Jamie. What up, Ooth? For God's sake, I thought I was going to be able to get away without having to wear that again for another week. As Dan would probably say right now as he's listening, deck side on the pool. What up, my tribal chief? <laughs> I can't believe they're still on holiday. How long is this holiday? They're probably not even on holiday anymore. They're probably at home and just thinking, oh, I just want another week off recording the episode. I bet they can't wait to get back. They can't. They love it. They're like, we need our NXT UK fix and we need to talk about some NXT. None of this. See, now <laughs> I'm here. It's all dynamite. That's all we're going to talk about. It's all aid. We are officially AEW <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> They need their NXT UK fix while they still can. And you've seen what it, they've been talking about this week. A few of the dirt sheets, and I think Melt has even said it as well, is that we well, think NXT UK is wrapping up. Well, apparently there was something about Tyler Bate turning up on live TV, even though the uh, taping hasn't actually happened yet or something. He, came, he turned up with the Yeah, title. he turned up on, was it, is it called Heatwave, NXT Heatwave, their like, special yeah. episode this week, and yeah. He turned up at the end with the title that he has technically already won a, a week or two ago. But because NXT UK rec- isn't live and it records two or three episodes at once in a batch, he's not going to win it on TV for another week or two yet. Um, so he's appeared on TV with the title that he's won in real time. Yet the casual view wouldn't know that if they watch NXT UK and NXT because he hasn't yet won it on TV and won't do for, until at least next week or the week after, whenever it is. Well, that's the thing. When does his reign start? I, I assume, like you said, he's already got the title, so his reign would start when it was recorded. I think that's what they were saying. Like, it is already classed as champion, like for 40 odd days or whatever, how long it is. Or would he yeah. not be champion until it airs next week? Let's have a what does it. Tyler Bates, that's what it says. Because on WWE.com, it'll be that he's not the champion yet. It does say on Wikipedia, I know anybody can edit Wikipedia, but you can edit Wikipedia and then it gets changed if it's not correct. I think it is that he is down as the current NXT United Kingdom champion on Wikipedia. Um, again, that's just... the thing, once he wins it on NXT UK, Will they then update it to be like one art taping on this date? Oh, well, this is Once this is dead. the thing. This is the thing. I don't. I don't know. I just typed in WWE champions on bloody Google to try and find out, and it's come up with that terrible mobile game. Let's have a look. Where is it? NXT. Oh God, I've got to go through already. Why is the twenty four seven championship still a thing? Has Triple H not got rid of that? No, and we want it to stay around forever. Right, there we go. United Kingdom Championship. We'll have a quick search. We'll have a quick look and we'll see what they are saying. Let's have a look. It says vacant. Championship holder vacant. There you go. And vacant. How many titles is that vacant one? It says Vacan has held the title for 13 days because Drogonoff had to drop it, didn't he, due to, I assume, injury, I think it was, wasn't it? So sure, why not? There is Vacan is also the women's tag team champion. How does yeah. he manage that? Because they actually have him listed as well as the superstar. Did you know that? On WWE.com. When you scroll through the superstars and you get to V, it literally lists Vacan as a superstar. <laughs> But is it male or female? No one knows. Non-binary. It's non-binary, so he can go for both. T- so they can go for both titles. Well, I suppose. I suppose so. Yeah. Can you click? Oh, you can. Ah, when you click on Vacant's profile, it just directs you to the Universal Champion page where it's Roman Reigns. So. You know so is that just been... saying that he's vacant from TV? Is that what they're saying? <laughs> well, potentially, yeah. I'm having a do you know what I'm having a good scroll through the uh, superstar profile profiles I have now just to see like any names that I just don't I mean there's plenty of names I don't recognize and I'm not afraid to say it there's so many NXT stars that I don't know of at the moment 
there's a couple there that have just popped up and I'm like, who's that? But that'll be, um, what's her name? Who returned on SmackDown last week? The faction, or the, or the week before. I know that guy came you know, back through the crowd. Oh, hit, hit Row it was. Hit Row came back, didn't they? Do you remember that sure. got, got released a few months yeah, ago during not? that massive call? You do. One of the members of Hit Row is the guy that presents Hidden Treasures, the big chap. Oh, yeah. I know yeah, well, they, they brought them back minus Swerve Scott, obviously, because he's in AEW. Um, so there's just the three of them that are back instead of the four of them. Who's that? Logan Paul. Never heard of him. Um, well, that's a point. Here we go. There's bloody Mansoir and what they call him, Mace these, day, these days. Mansoir and Mace. The, the male or, models. Yeah, like, they, they even <laughs> like... Mansoir and Mace. <laughs> I don't know what they're calling him. What they call him, Mace. Ain't got a clue. This is why we need Dan and Joe. Exactly. But yeah, because it's Max Dupree's maximum male models. But they haven't even like debuted. They haven't had a match yet, have they? Or have they? They might have had one. Probably on, on main event. Is that even still a thing? I don't even know. Main event is still a thing. Because T Bar's been having matches on there the last time I read, the last I heard. Um, T Bar. He needs a bloody repackaging. My dear Lord. There's so many, yeah, just looking at it, there's so many people that I didn't even know were still employed with the company. People are obviously NXT stars. Some that absolute need, like T-Bar, that just need repackaging or, or for their own. I don't want anyone to lose a job and get let go, but maybe, you know, for their own sake to go and build something new somewhere else. Um, mm. Yeah, interesting. I have, however, had one of our queries that we were discussing both on on air and off air because of course we're going to clash at the castle the four of us and um, well three of us are at the minute you need to get that bloody train sorted before it's sold out um it does say on it's fine you're gonna have to get there some way um it says it's live saturday this is on wwe network live saturday the 3rd of september at 6 p.m Good. I've got more time to walk. <laughs> now I don't know if that means six PM pre-show, seven PM start, or five PM pre-show, six PM start, but not three PM like it says on our tickets. So I can only means doors will open, open. Then, right? I know, mm. but that means doors are opening what three hours beforehand. Yeah, because everyone likes to take pictures of the. Uh... You go to like the football two hours before it starts. I like I the atmosphere. I like well, the atmosphere. yeah, I suppose. Honestly, I want to see all the wrestlers come out and warm up. <laughs> warm up, yeah. <laughs> see their tactics, see what formation Roman Reigns is going to do before his match. Yeah, watching those Usos stretch it out. <laughs> no, we're going to have to get there super early and go round the back of the arena and see if we can see the Miz turn up. Well, I, it's, I think I've told you this, haven't I? When I was at the... Um, when I went to New York in 2019, 2020, 2019, 2019, last time I went to New York and got off the plane, got my bag, started walking through. And then all of a sudden I come out and I'm like, there's a sign that says Mizanin. And I'm like, what a strange sign. The only Mizanin I know is Mike the Miz. And then I'm like, Surely it has to be someone different. And then I uh, carry on walking down. And it just Kevin Owens walks past me. I'm like, <laughs> hey? <laughs> and then realised, obviously, it's the... Because um, I think we went on the Friday or something, or the Saturday we, we got there. And obviously it was like the pay-per-view in Pennsylvania on the Sunday. So obviously yeah. they just flew into New York and then drove down to Pennsylvania for whatever pay-per-view it was. Um, probably something like the greatest backlash ever, whatever the fuck it's called. But yeah, and then Kevin Owens just randomly walked past me. I've got like a nice little picture of him just like walking past me. <laughs> and then I was like, can we just wait for the Miz? But our like coach was waiting for us to take us to the uh, city centre. So unfortunately, I couldn't wait for the Miz. But maybe in Wales we can. Maybe. Do you know what? This doesn't happen much whilst we're recording the show. Is 
at the time of recording now it's the late afternoon on Thursday the 18th of August with the show to go on Friday the 19th of August when everyone will be listening to this from then on but literally something that we were talking about right at the beginning of the show now some breaking news has literally just dropped and it's in regards to NXT UK and I they have released a, a press announcement release the WWE have made an announcement and here it is WWE has announced the following Stamford, Connecticut August the 18th 2022 WWE today announces that the NXT brand will grow internationally with the creation get ready for this of an mm-hmm. all new NXT Europe with the launch planned for 2023 following the success of our live events and talent talent identification efforts throughout all of Europe. We believe this is the perfect time to expand NXT beyond the UK, said Shawn Michaels, WWE Vice President of Talent Development Creative. Launched in 2016, NXT UK has received critical acclaim and developed WWE main roster talent such as Rhea Ripley, Dewdrop, Gunther and Butch. NXT Europe will reimagine the brand. <laughs> yeah, I know. NXT Europe will reimagine the brand and its talent pipeline with a pan-European focus. Prior to the debut of NXT Europe, Worlds Collide, a premium live event featuring NXT and NXT UK superstars, will be presented live on Sunday, September the. 4th on Peacock in the United States and the WWE Network everywhere else. Right, so a lot to digest there. So what we can get from that is that the rumours are true. NXT UK as a brand is going to disband in next year and they're going to create a European conglomerate of NXT Europe. So one would assume that means they get rid of the NXT UK Championship and it's going to be the NXT European Championship. Um, so they're going to do a mix. Where and where that's going to, you know, where is that going to come from? Are they going to tour the brand? Will there be shows in the UK, France, Germany, etc.? Or are they going to stick it in one place or keep it in the UK but just have it as a European company? I assume it will go on brand, but but what's interesting as well is is they're kickstarting things as it says here with the Worlds Collider event, which we've had before, and that's taking place the day after Clash at the Castle on September the fourth. No, so twenty twenty three, isn't it? Uh, no, it says it said it the Europe the European brand will start in twenty twenty three. The European brand will start in twenty twenty three, but it says Worlds Collide, a premium live event featuring NXT and NXT UK superstars will be presented live on Sunday, September the 4th at 4pm. To me, that says in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, but Worlds Collide, because it's NXT and NXT UK, that surely means that'll be in America somewhere. It's not going to be in the UK, unless they're... Well, maybe because we've got that, they're kind of taking that. Which means then that a couple of the rumoured matches, such as having potentially Tyler Bay at Clash of the Castle, isn't going to happen because he's not going to be on. He's not going to be in Cardiff, Wales on Saturday evening and then well, jump on a plane that? and get straight over to wherever in America for a Worlds Collide event, is he? So I think we can pretty much say that's not going to happen then. We're not going to have any well, NXT UK talent on Clash of the Castle. I wouldn't have thought, especially well, Tyler Bay. Just looking now at um, Worlds Collide is obviously an event that's already taken place before um, the last one being 2020. Um, took place in Houston, Texas. So again, because it is NXT as well, we'll kind of go with the American brand pop most likely. 2019 was in Phoenix, Arizona. So yeah, it looks mm. like it's definitely going to be in the United States. Uh, so there has been two previous Worlds Collide, obviously with the COVID year not taking place but yeah who knows but looking at the nxt uk championship anyway there's been what four holders of the title yeah because walter or gunther is he's now held it for two years or whatever if but, not longer didn't he 
but two of them aren't even in the UK anyway. So, well, <laughs> so yeah, very true. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, you, you you can't really call it the NXT UK Championship anymore. Like I said, it's going to have to be the NXT European Championship. But I, I mean, I don't think it matters really. Talents in there anyway. So well, exactly. Well, look at when they had the European Championship in the WWE WWF. Ninety percent of the people that held that weren't European. It mm-hmm. was. Americans, Canadians, holding it. I suppose you know their argument as a company is that you're you can be from anywhere and you're just representing that country or continent. You know, I, not that I can think off the top of my head. I'm sure Drew McIntyre has been U.S. champion early on in his career, has he not? You know, he's not American, but he's been the United States champion, so. He, He's a Scotsman representing the UK. And there's ways you can do that, isn't there? Because you can do that, especially as a heel when Drew will have been, you know, not being an American and holding the American championship, you know, as mm. very heelish move. So, it, you know, it works in, in that type of way. But, yeah, I think it's just interesting. I think it's probably the right thing to do to have an NXT Europe rather than NXT UK. I always thought it was a bit segregated to have it because you've got NXT that is, you know, not out, you know, not even necessarily just an American promotion. It's a global promotion because the WWE is, and then you've kind of got NXT UK to the side, and it's very segregated. It's very, you know, small, tiny island like the UK is. So to have it as a content continental thing, um, having it as a European brand just makes sense to me. I think the more interesting thing is. As we've discussed, though, is the fact that we've got the World's Collide event coming up the day after Clash of the Castle, which effectively rules out any NXT UK talent appearing. You know, unless they're not booked on World's Collide, which, without sounding disrespectful to the talent, if they're not important enough to be making it onto the World's Collide event, would they be showing up on what's the point of them showing up at Clash of the Castle? I would probably argue not. None you'd want your Tyler Bate, that type of thing, to be there. And he's obviously going to be, I would assume now, be facing Bron Breaker um, in the main event, not title. Mm. Title be title, but not for a title. Just champion be champion, should I say. Um, but yeah, I suppose we'll see see what happens with that then. Yeah. How exciting we all saw it news. We all kind of saw it coming, though, didn't we? So... Like I said, it, at least it's not going anywhere and they are keeping that kind of brand alive to just rebranding it to refresh it, I assume. Um, so you'll have NXT Europe, NXT and NXT and then possibly they were talking about going to India at some point as well. So what are they going to have? They're just going to do it by continent now. So it's going to be NXT Americas, NXT Asia, NXT Africa. Well, they were talking NXT about Europe. <laughs> They were talking about having a like an Asian or Japanese um, NXT, weren't they? That never went ahead and well, certainly got screwed up because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I at least at least for Dan and Joe, they can smile happily knowing that NXT UK is technically not going anywhere, and it is becoming much bigger and welcoming welcoming more European talent. Even though all of them are already there, they probably won't get any new superstars. Yes, somebody online has said NXT Europe and the Eurovision of wrestling. It's true. My dear Lord. Maybe you'll watch it then. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. If it's Eurovision, <laughs> oh, dear. considering it's in the UK. Oh, next good year. God. Good God. Um, speaking of. Um, like Worlds Collide and Clash of the Castle coming up and whatnot. There was some news that dropped this week as well, to, maybe even very well been today, regarding WWE even changing their strategy on how they're putting on major premium live events. They're basically going away from the idea they've announced of finding a suitable city or venue, should I say, and then, you know, hoping it sells out. They're now very much in the same way that they do with WrestleMania, they are announcing their shows and they're putting them out for bids so they get the money. So, like, Dave Meltzer, he said this week that um, with Cardiff, so for Clash of the Castle, not only are they getting the ticket revenue, 
but the city of Cardiff is also paying the WWE for them to have the event there. So that's why it went to Cardiff and not London. So their idea is, is that for the biggest shows of the years, just like they do for us, what they're doing for Clash at the Castle, what they're going to now do for SummerSlam, Royal Rumble and stuff, um, instead of going to these big places where they say they can sell like 40,000 tickets in a stadium, and they're, they're going to fill the stadium, they want the city to pay for them, to bring the event over to them, because the city will get money back in tourism and you know mm-hmm. money into the economy and, and the businesses that are around there. And that's yeah. what they're going to do. And it's probably not a bad idea, is it? Well, they do it in all sports, really. Champions League finals, World Cups, European Championships. I know, obviously, they happen only every four years or so, but it makes sense for it to, to do that. And at least then... It's kind of bringing the whole city into it as well, rather than just like even non-wrestling fans could possibly get interested because it's something big for the city that possibly has never held it before. Like you could have somewhere, I'm trying to think of a place that probably hasn't held it. Montana could get really mm. excited that they'll host a WrestleMania or something. There possibly has been a WrestleMania in Montana, but you know, um, I'm going to type that in. WrestleMania, Montana. And um, let's see, did it take place? No, it doesn't say anywhere. Doesn't say anywhere. Croydon. In Croydon, it did take place. WrestleMania five. Is that right? Yeah, we, no. Not, not without a Google, I wouldn't know. I'm sure Dan would get it right on the quiz. Of course he will. You know, he can name all the states. <laughs> um. Yeah. No idea. So I'll have to possibly have a look into it. But like I said, it, it's good for for these cities to do it but i assume it will be the state and then the state will pick the city or would it be like the mayor of the city because obviously there's 50 states it work slightly different really and then once i mean that yeah the state, then they have to pick the city so could you have multiple cities from a state go for it same again it's similar to the olympics the olympics do it yeah well, don't they? So, yeah they're yeah. going to have to announce that this event is happening on this date who's interested place your bets now place your business now basically yeah um, and, and within plenty of time. Um, just a little tidbit before we move on. I, I just found this quite funny. Um, there was some talk. Do you remember the Battle of the Billionaires match at WrestleMania 23, I want to say it was? Yeah. Obviously between Bobby Lashley and Umaga. Um, or Umanga. Uma- Umanga. I knew you were going to say that. I've been listening to Regal's podcast. <laughs> um, there was oh, apparently... You to today's episode, though, have you? I haven't downloaded... No, because what I did was I... Because I was an episode or two behind. I before the Blue Bloods episode, I listened to last week's Q and A episode because I like those ones, and I've listened to that. And now I've gone back to the Blue Bloods one, so I'm about halfway through that. Um, this one's about King's Court. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'll have to quickly get the Blue. And then they talk about there's, there's loads of talk about uh, Hornswoggle and Little People. Okay, well, I look forward to listening to that. Then. Um, yeah. But yeah, in that WrestleMania match, apparently there was a special clause in Donald Trump's contract for appearing. And obviously it was the loser, their representative, Vince or Trump, had to have the head shape, wasn't it? Mm. Apparently in the contract, well, there was two things. First of all, it said somebody's reviewed the contract and Donald Trump's contract for his WrestleMania appearance was that... Um, He'd do it as long as Vince McMahon paid $4 million in an appearance fee to Donald Trump's charity, which is fair enough. But there was also a special clause in the contract where um, to ensure that under no circumstances would Vince McMahon be allowed to shave Donald Trump's head, even if it says here, Mr. Trump's wrestler dropped dead in the ring. <laughs> so that was even in it's the true. contract. So on the nose, so if anything suddenly massively went wrong in that match and got, you know, luckily it didn't happen, but Bobby well, someone might have actually not put his shoulder ring. up, might not yeah, put his shoulder exactly. up in time or um, yeah. yeah, they weren't um they weren't allowed, even if Bobby Lashley himself had dropped dead in the middle of the ring and Umaga had pinned him. He wasn't getting his hair shade. He needs his hair shade off Donald Trump anyway. Have you seen that head of hair? Those luscious golden locks. My dear Lord. Right then, I, su- I suppose we need to get it out of the way, don't we? Do you want to talk about bloody dynamite this week and what happened? 
bloody dynamite. Go on then. If you if you bust, if you bust. Yeah, the good old House of the Dragon. Uh, it started off with a House of the Dragon trailer AEW. Because obviously it was kind of promoted by was being, Game of Thrones TV show. Yes, the prequel, isn't it? The wife will watch it. A hundred years before Game of Thrones, one family ruled the kingdom. Oh, and that's basically what it is, but yeah. Um, is it a hundred years before? I thought it was longer than that. It could be a bit longer. I, I thought know. it was like 300. I mean, I don't know. I'm not interested in I the slightest, but no, no. neither do I. She'll watch no, it. There was a lot of dragons on AEW. Let's just put it that way. But you know, if WWE <laughs> had this, they would actually bring dragons to the ring. Like they did that Day of the Dead film, or whatever it was called. Mm. That They'll bring zombies out yeah. <laughs> and eat them in. No, that was, come a, down was that on the Extreme Rules event. <laughs> just refire. No, we forgot about that. Didn't the Miz get... Yeah, they got and eaten by the zombies, and there was just yeah. A we talked about <laughs> we talked about no. He was in a wheelchair after that. <laughs> yeah, or the week after. Yeah, I voted it as like the worst moment of the year. That was it. Yes. <laughs> um, it was definitely up there, but um, no. I mean, there was a lot of dragons. There was an American dragon. There was the dragon slayer. There was the dragon. The American Obviously. Dragon. That's what I said, the American oh, Dragon. Sorry. The American Dragon, the Dragon Slayer, and the Dragon. All three dragons were out there. Um, but yeah, we'll start with what started off Dynamite, and that was CM Punk coming back and going, hello, you're all right, let's, let's have a fight. And then you kind of spoil it by saying, oh, it's not happening at all out. So I was like, is it happening tonight? Surely not. It's not. No. But, um, what do you think about that? But then, so, but then it didn't happen, and then they just disappeared. And then Moxley came out late and was like, "Yeah, Punk, I want you." And it was like, "Oh God, it's happening right now, isn't it?" And then he came back out, had another cuff off on halfway through the show, and then randomly, three quarters of the way through the show, it went and just announced basically they can't wait and they can't be stopped and they can't wait to all out. So next week on Dynamite, it would be the unification of the AEW Dynamite. Like on AEW Dynamite, is that all right? Yeah, I just it goes back to the you know they all say never give anything like that away on free TV. I think you can do every now and again, but why? Like, what's the logic behind this? Why, when you've got a major pay per view coming up in well, effectively a couple of weeks, surely that's your headline main event match, the unification of the world championship. John Moxley, CM Punk, main event, all out, boom, done. It books itself, obviously. That's what people are expecting. That's what it should be. So why then on free... Well, for, regardless whether it's free TV or not, why are you doing it on your weekly TV show next week? So are, are they either going to... Is something going to happen beforehand? Are they going to advertise the match and then screw the fans over who tune in to watch it in the arena by not having the match because someone gets taken out beforehand? Or it ends in a disqualification, which is just shitty, so it shouldn't happen. Or is it actually going to happen? And if it does, regardless of who wins and walks out as champion, what's the main event for All Out? Possibly just another rematch, who knows? But uh, no, I've been thinking about it. Like, um, like I said, it could just end in a. The only way I could possibly see it happening, and this is where. I should be booked as a writer, and possibly you'll find out this what happens next week when we talk about it. They'll be like, well, they obviously listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, basically, they're going to get double counted out, or something's going to happen, screwy outside the ring, or, like you said, a disqualification finish or something like that. And it'll be like, the only way we can sell this is inside a steel cage or something like that, where there is no escape. Could out. somebody who would interfere and help? Um, like Hangman Adam Page, maybe. No, Hangman, you don't even watch AEW. Why are you chatting shit? <laughs> Hangman Adam Page. Called, yeah, but he caught CM Punk called yeah. him out. Apparently, that wasn't scripted. It said on the dirt sheets today. Apparently, there's legitimate heat between Punk and Page in real life. And when he called him out as part of the promo, and then yeah. cut, said whatever. Um, a coward or whatever he said for not coming out. That wasn't even in the promo when he was kind of just doing that as a bit of a backhander type thing to him, as if to say, yeah, F you in a way. Um, mm. 
So that I thought, thought that was quite interesting. But possibly them, you know, you know and, then it's, and then it's a triple threat match for the title. I was thinking this the other day. Has there ever been? And there may very well be, and I might be being stupid and not thinking right. But has there ever been a triple threat match or a fatal four-way in AEW? Has there ever been a triple threat match or a fatal four-way? Yes. When? The fatal four-way for the... What was it for? There was one. Has there ever been a triple threat match? There's certainly never been a fatal four-way triple threat match for the world titles. No, for the world title, there's mainly been single matches, but there was definitely a... Oh, hang on. I mean, there's been a fatal four-way tag match. There's a fatal four-way... Oh, okay. There's been several. (laughs) Now I I Google it. Oh, there's only ever been five fatal four-way matches in AEW history. One in 2019, Adam Page... Defeating Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, and MJF. Yeah. Um, it wasn't wasn't the one for the um. There was one uh, for the, the All Atlantic. Um, well, that's what I was gonna say, but in my head it Back was like, June. yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. And I was like, who oh, was it? Was it a fatal four way? Then I confused myself. But there was also one for the IWGP title as well in June. Oh, okay. They? And there's been eight triple threat matches as well. There was one for the IWGP, weren't they? Because yeah. um, Hangman Adam Page was in that one as well, and he kind of... To, to my defence, five fatal four-way matches and eight triple three matches in good. four years. It's, you know, when, w- when WWE have one every other week. No, that is good, because they're not oversaturating things. But, you know, when you think about it like Because that, you can't keep having fatal four-ways like, when there's tag matches. <laughs> but there hasn't been one for the world title. So is that nope. something that they could do at All Out? Will they, if they have the match, will they then throw somebody else into the match? Well, like uh, I said, if Hangman Adam Page comes out and gets a DQ against CM Punk and then they make it a triple threat match at the pay per view. Well, I think before Punk won the title and got injured, the plans were for him to win the title and start a feud with Brian Danielson. Um, so whether or not he'll get thrown, I don't know. It's, the bookings all over the place. I, I just don't understand why. It's all it is all over the place. I just don't understand why they're doing it. Exactly, it's not predictable. Yeah, <laughs> like, why, why would you have if you are going to do a screwy finish or a double count out or something? Just don't have the match at all because that that just I can't stand that. It pisses why? me off. Are you going to watch it? Because it's lame. Most booking. Most people are going to probably tune in and watch that now, thinking that it is going to happen and. They probably will have a solid 20-minute match before it does get a screwy finish. It could so actually let, be a proper match and finish. Who knows? But, so let's have a solid 20-minute match and then a crappy finish. To then, what, have the rematch at All Out for just another 20-minute match that we've already seen the week before? Well, no, like you said, they might bring... Well, no, I think if anything's going to happen, there will be a stipulation added to the All Out match, whether that's an additional person or a type of match style. A lights-out match, non-sanctioned. Yeah. Well, then they can't win a title then, can they? No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It'll be the barbed wire death match, cage match, last man standing, stadium stampede. Well, we can only hope. Uh, that's what we want, a one-on-one stadium stampede. We don't, we because we've never, had 5v5. <laughs> we never need to see another stadium stampede match <laughs> in our lives. The first one was full. You know what's happening this just... year at some point. It's going to be, it's you've got, the, you've got the Jericho Appreciation Society versus the Blackpool Combat Club in stadium stampede. We all know it's going to happen. Hmm. That can't be any fun. I can see why they did it during the lockdown type thing. Yeah. Because there was nobody there. But when you've got an arena full of people, no. Yeah, there's just no point. But that's why they'll just keep playing wild things. That's why they did the anarchy in the arena. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) It was a great match, that one. But no, Dynamite was very, very solid. What about would say better than Summer Slam? What about Punk's promo then? Not oh, the Hangman great. Page stuff. There was plenty of WWE references, wasn't there? Well, he said about um, John Moxley. Uh, basically, he's like the third best person in his group, and that's not even the first time that's happened as well. Obviously, a yeah. reference to Cesaro and Daniel Bryan being better than him, and then obviously the Shield members being better than John Moxley as well. 
there was you're not even the best John I've beaten in Chicago. Um kind of thing. Yeah, it's just loads of WWE references thrown in there just to slide John Moxley over. Um then John Moxley came out giving him a bit of a heat as well about his pipe bombs and stuff as well. It was great promo between the two of them and then they kind of went into a massive fight. But I assume have you watched the video of his promo yet? Have you just read? No, I haven't. I just read it this morning. Was there anything that stood out for you in the promo? I not necessarily so much the promo itself, more the comments that came with it because every every week like like the last three weeks for example since vince mcmahon retired i've made a point of watching raw from beginning to end or at least having it on in the background whilst i've been doing other stuff or, or working or whatever just to see how how it's been so i haven't been reading the results beforehand but i still i haven't got time to watch smackdown so i'll read the results sometimes i haven't watched dynamite from beginning to end probably for about a month However, I have watched clips of it. This week, I haven't watched any of it. So if I can't watch something like SmackDown or Dynamite, things like that, I will just read the results. So the thing I've noticed lately is there's so many fanboys out there, constant bashing of AEW or constant bashing of WWE on social media, particularly Facebook, I see it on, because I don't really use Instagram or Twitter much other than for the promotion of, of this podcast. and I always look out for how many people have used a laughing emoji. That laughing emoji is the worst thing that Facebook ever brought um, out. Instead of clicking like, you can but some things make me laugh. Yeah, well, it's fine if it's a funny thing, but when they post the AEW results or they say, oh, look, so-and-so returned on Dynamite this week or so-and-so returned on Monday this week and it's just full of laughing emojis, I just think you don't even watch it properly so stop bashing the product you know what i mean that that's what annoys me just be glad there's someone else out there otherwise you'll be stuck with WWE in the mid 2000s exactly Exactly. so not necessarily much of the promo itself that stood out for me it was more the comments on it there was more negative comments about it that i read than positive comments and it was all wwe lives rent free in punk's head or it was either aimed at Punk by saying things like that, or it was aimed at AEW Tony Khan by saying, can we get through a week where AEW doesn't have to mention WWE trying to make them competition when they're not, etc., etc. And to a point, I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. WWE hasn't mentioned AEW directly since... I mean, Sami Zayn, man. Surely Sami Zayn's the only time that the, the words AEW or the letters AEW have been... On TV, on yeah. TV. I mean, obviously they talk about it on. Yeah, there's the, the odd, yeah. yeah, and there's the odd reference, but not every week. I feel like at the moment AEW is mentioning WWE on TV every week, whether it's through a punk promo or a Max Caster promo, that type of thing. There's always something. So I do tend to agree with people on that. The only, the only reason I'd probably see, I like again with punk, obviously. Punk would do it just to get the pop, obviously, just to say something controversial. That's the only thing where he will say it. Whereas Max Caster obviously just raps about any random stuff and has been in trouble several times for it. And obviously, the Vince McMahon thing. He's been in trouble after Tony Khan has given it the thumbs up. It's mad. He waits to see what the reaction is going to be. But yeah, he just think it's just one of those things. And at the end of the day, he gets people talking about it, whether it should be on there we're not i mean like like i said the cm punk one is just kind of oh i know i'll evoke a response by saying this that's just the way it is and max caster just raps about anything and obviously like i said it's been in trouble for it um it's obviously wwe have always said i was watching the uh, wwe rivals wwe versus wcw yeah uh, on a and e and obviously i watched the D-Generation X biography one today. I, uh, that's the only one I haven't watched. I've watched, every, yeah, right. I, I've, watched, I've watched everything else this year. So I watched the Lex Luger one uh, the other day. I haven't myself. watched I've, any I've watched all the rivals. I've seen the Kurt Angle one, and I've seen the Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar rivals. That's it. Oh. You've seen the uh, Undertaker biography, though, right? Or Undertaker and Kane rival? You watched one uh, of them. I, on haven't, I haven't watched the Undertaker Kane rival one. 
I got maybe halfway three quarters of the way through the Undertaker one and I stopped watching it for whatever reason and I haven't gone back to it yet, so I do need to. Yeah, no, they are very good, the biographies. I think they're some of the best content that's that's been made, but the WWE Rivals one, um, like I said, it was WWE versus WCW. And obviously they were talking about everything that happened. And obviously WCW did that, always mentioning like the competition on TV. And then obviously Stephanie McMahon had an interview and she's all like, oh, it's the only reason, basically, one of the main reasons we won. We never mentioned our competition on screen. Why would we mention them? We don't even basically pretend they exist because what's the point? Because then you're bringing your casual viewers the attention of the of the opponent and obviously you don't want to do that people that didn't even know about them might even i don't mind in a silly world obviously people probably do know who they are but what's the point of getting a cheap pot by mentioning in your competition you just don't do it yeah true so yeah i mean it's, it's always funny like it's not even in that world though it's like when you always watch football on like sky sports news or you watch soccer am in the morning you'd never promote the bt sport game no of course not why not because you don't want somebody switching over to the other side. Hmm. There we go. <laughs> Just in football terms for all you lads out there, or females, I don't want to be like a grain soonest now by saying it's a lads game. Yeah, for God's sake, know. it's a men's game, <laughs> dear me, dear me. Soccer. Um, but yeah, um, the, um, the Dynamite, that two out of three falls match, I'll be very surprised if that doesn't get at least 4.5. I reckon that's a five-star match on Dynamite. It was an incredible match between Daniel Garcia, the Dragon Slayer versus the American Dragon. Brian Danielson with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as just chilling in the back background. But um, no, it was a very, very, very good match. And they've kind of teased Daniel Garcia joining the Blackpool Combat Club as well at the end. Um, turning on the Jericho Appreciation Society, so we'll see. They had the whole chant in saying you're a wrestler kind of thing. He has to choose between. Is he gonna join the Blackpool Combat Club? Though? Yeah, because like Regal said on his podcast, whether it's KFB or not, he, that is the Blackpool Combat Club, but he doesn't need or want anybody else in it. So is he really? Is he gonna join them? Possibly. I mean, they've got a uh, like an in ring meeting next week Jericho and Daniel Garcia so we'll see what happens next week but I don't see why he wouldn't we you is not there all the time you've got Brian Danielson you've got Claudio you've got Brian Danielson who's been injured for a while and obviously you've got John Moxley who who knows maybe they've brought the match forward because he's injured because he keeps cutting himself and that was another uh, thing that <laughs> CM Punk said he's basically like out um, I can wait till all out, but if you want us to start now, I'm afraid that I might just bleed, that you'll bleed all over me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he, he might be injured. Maybe that's why they brought it forward and he can't make it to all out. So maybe they're bringing someone else in to fill the group up until then and Brian Danielson will be the leader. We don't know. They don't obviously tell us those things. So, no, Very true. And, of course, we can't not talk about Dynamite without the return. I think we all saw it coming. We were talking about it last week. Um, he is back. They've progressed to round two of the Trios Championship Tournament. Kenny Omega. Um, what an ovation it was. I mean, it, there was no one else that it could be. He still looked injured. He was still wearing his uh, like shoulder pad and he was wearing like a mm. compression vest as well. Um, so God knows if he's 100% or not. But... Um, yeah, very happy with him coming back. It seems that I don't know if they are face or he. I assume that they're face. Um, the Young Bucks, along with Omega. But it was a great reception when the, he gave basically Justin Roberts like this piece of paper to read out. The Young Bucks gave it to him as they read out who their partner is. And then everyone lost their mind when obviously it was like previous, like a former AEW world champion yeah. won. Have you watched the clip of it? I have when he gave um what's his chops. He gave Justin Roberts, Roberts the, the yeah. piece of paper, yeah. His only his favourite go to chocolate bar is the Charleston Chew. That's only because they're in Charleston. But, yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> um and then yeah, like I said, he looks great in the ring and then at the end of the match, 
like that young guy, I can't remember his name, Andrade's partner's younger brother. Yeah, I know you. Who wore the mask. Unbelievable. Like some of the stuff he was doing, I don't know if you you need to watch the clip of John Moxley sat on the um, thing outside the ring. Like basically they brought the thing forward, the rails. They held him on the rails and then he just flew out of the ring and kind of did like an overcastle on him into the crowd. All right. Unbe- unbelievable. Like that was incredible. And then like I said, at the end of the match, they, they turned on him and took his mask off, and that's how it kind of ended. But um it was a very, very good dynamite. I basically watched, I mean, I watched it all anyway, but watched all start to finish, and I was, as Dan would say, fully sports entertained. Yeah, maybe it's gonna be um Kenny Omega pulling double duty at all out because they need a main event. He's going to win the trios titles and then he's going to go on for the world title in the main event at all out. No, I, I mean, don't. they haven't really said what's going to happen with. I mean, Claudio Castanello was speaking on Rampage, so I don't know whether they're going to actually have something there, but it could just be Jericho Appreciation Society versus Blackpool Combat Club with Daniel Garcia. Like, mm. Or, like you said, Brian Danielson could get pulled into the main event and so could Hangman Adam Page. But at the minute, Hangman Adam Page is, like I said, with the the group, what are they called? Dark Order. So Dark he's currently Order, with them yeah. in their corner. So who knows? But like you said, they're building up that heat between CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page. Could possibly, like you said, come out next week screw the finish, make it a triple threat match, possibly make it a fatal four-way match, and then they have it that way, and it's still protecting to a degree CM Punk and John Mox, because none of them have to take the pin. We'll see. You could you could have what anybody what everybody wants and have him come back, and he could save AEW from CM Punk, because he's better than you, and you know it. I bet Jim Cornette's loving this. Kenny Omega being back. He he can't stand him. He cannot. Twinkle toes, Kenny Olivier, he calls him. <laughs> He's not a fan. He's not a fan. And you know what? I thoroughly agree with him. I'm joking. I do I do like Kenny Omega. I just I almost think not that I ever want to see anybody get injured. It kind of came at the right time. The audience needed a bit of a break from him. Oakley oh, can build on the return that he's, he's he had, got now. He had a great character though before he got injured. Like I said, he was the the belt collector and he was going to all the mm. different promotions and winning all the belts. He's the best wrestler in the world. But then, like I said, he's kind of turned face with the young books. But then Don Callis still came to the ring. So mm. God knows. Like we'll he was see. on commentary, Don Callis. So what? What's knows? been your favorite return this week? Then has it been Kenny Omega or has it been the non-televised performance centre return of Brandy Road. She's back in the ring, Jamie. Well, thank God. That's all I'm going to say because the WWE women's division needs a change. <laughs> Need and that change is Brandy Rhodes. As Ken Shamrock would say, enough is enough and it's time for a change. Somebody said that on Raw this week. I think it was Kevin Owens. Said so exactly how Ken Shamrock used to say, which I thought was quite interesting. I think it was Kevin Owens, yeah. But yeah, no, so it's been reported she's back wrestling in the ring, non televised, uh, not even a house show, performance centered by the sounds of things. I mean, if she's Against back in the ring. Newcomer. Uh, yeah, I mean, if she's back in the ring, it can only mean one thing. She's uh, it will she's coming back she's for that team. women's chap. Somebody's going to need a partner. Do we? And then here she comes. Do we, is that what we want to see? Well, I mean, you're talking about freshening up the the women's division, whether you want to see it or not. Like, you're looking at, obviously, they've got this new women's tournament for the tag titles. Yeah. I mean, all the teams are probably going to be thrown together anyway because there is no women's tag team. Um, So it's just kind of possibly a new female to be thrown in there as well. Who knows? But she, she's probably not even going to wrestle until... Possibly Royal Rumble. She might just be a, an appearance in the Royal Rumble. She, I don't think she's going to come back full time. Yeah, I've got her I own could... TV show coming out. I think so. Yeah, I could see that. I could see her making a appearance in the Royal, which, which I'd be fine with. I just, yeah, we might just <laughs> have, 
might just have to leave it at that. I'll, I'll take I'll take a rumble appearance, but 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 nothing more. Nothing more. Nothing more. Did you watch any of it all this week or read anything about it? Like I said, I watched it. Dexter Loomis was there, another appearance, possibly slightly teasing a match with AJ Styles at Clash at the Castle. That'd be good. I'd take that. The only thing that I've seen, and all I can say is, my dear Lord. And I'll tell you one thing. It's still Kevin Owens, isn't it? Yeah, Kevin Owens is going to have to deal with the repercussions. Of Ernie Jr. <laughs> yeah, that terribly, but I think it was supposed to be on purpose, <laughs> terribly photoshopped picture of Ezekiel. In bed in hospital, still in his wrestling gear. That was the funniest thing about it. With a cast on his leg or a brace, whatever it was. And then you had... Um, Ernie yeah, Jr. Ern, Ernie talking and a picture of him at the bedside. Elias is at the bedside. Uh, is it Elron? I assume Elron, it was, I, I his assume brother. It was supposed yeah. to be Elron next to him. And his, his mum, he was like dressed as his mum, I assume it was as well. Yeah. And who was that little guy? Was that still his face imposed on him? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I, I assume it was. Yeah, I assume that's supposed to be a very young brother or nephew or relative of some point, uh, of some kind. Um, mm. I, I, I honestly thought they'd finished all this Kevin Owens and Eagle stuff, and maybe they have. Um, Who but knows? yeah, I just and it's stupid, but it's bloody fun, isn't it? I thought, and maybe they are still going to do it. The reason that Kevin Owens came out and power bombed him onto the apron was to write him back off TV so he can disappear again for a month or two, grow the beard back, and now Triple H is back in charge to bring Elias back. And they might still do that, but I don't know because I don't really know where else he can go with it. No, I mean. I mean, it's hot. It's easier to put on a fake beard than to not have a beard and kind of play both characters. So, I mean, it's kind of similar to a free face as a Foley thing, kind of. If they can bring that out, sure, why not? I mean, yeah. he, just can, he just has a split personality or something and just do it that way. I mean, they can probably think of a better solution to do it. But, you know, the uh, Elias thing, WWE needs a singer sometimes. It's always fun to come out, play on the guitar. And one thing that I remember is when Elias and Kevin Owens were a tag team at some point, and then they probably got one of the biggest receptions I've heard in a very long time when they started saying how crap their basketball team is or something. And there was boos for like 10 minutes straight and they couldn't even sing properly because they couldn't speak because mm. the boos were so audible. Like, if you haven't watched it, go back and watch that. Elias and Kevin Owens in the ring. like the heat that they had was incredible. And Elias, some, I mean, The Rock had it, didn't he? Like, think of some of the best Rock moments. Half of them is probably when he's on the guitar, tugging on his wave. <laughs> Good old... Um, you always need a nice little rock. guitar. Mo- you, need, you need a musical interlude just to add a little bit of humour to the situation. And that's what Elias does. And he, he was very successful. Mercedes still loves Elias. Not a big fan of Ezekiel, to be honest. I think she liked the beard. But um, yeah, he had an album out. He had a documentary. He was he was massive. Yeah. So have a little refresh with Speak with Zeke, and then bring, bring back Walking with Elias. We need it. We miss him. We need him just to play every week and get battered by a returning superstar. That's what we exactly. Need. Oh, right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this week. Did you have anything to finish us off with this week at all, Jamie? Or are we just well, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of uh, did wrestling finishing moves. So I thought I'd go with catchphrases for yourself and see how many catchphrases I'll you can get. i terrible at this. Absolutely well, you're terrible, terrible any week at the well, quiz anyway. Yeah, this is where you're bottom. But, I mean, Dan and Joe can play along. I mean, you're already going to know the answers anyway. But, you know, I'm sure you're probably shouting about going, how did you not get that, Taryn? But, um, mm. yeah, so I just got I just got a few on here that I found on a, on a website. And let's just see how many catchphrases you can get. I mean, is this just WWE-centric or is it a multitude of... Yeah, but it's just WWE, don't you worry. I won't, I won't go too hard on you. But I can start off with an AEW one, if you like. No, oh, you're all right. AEW, Scissor Me Daddy. That's, um, that is a real catch. That, 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 that's the Ass Club, the Gun Club. 
No, it's the acclaimed to Billy Gunn. You know what I mean. That's basically what I meant. Well, no, because didn't you not Wasn't see there it? another turn this week? That's didn't what I was going to say. The on, Gun on Club. His... No, the Gun Club turned on him. Oh, and then the acclaimed came out and saved him. And then they had the whole scissor me daddy moment. And they were all going, <laughs> Get, just getting Billy Gunn back in WWE, like now Triple H is back included. So about Christian and Jungle Boy as well. That was a great promo as well between them two. No, Christian I've had and enough. Boys I've had do. enough of that, and that's the worst booking I've ever seen. Of um, what? Of of the Luchasaurus, the Luchasaurus bit. Yeah, fair enough. I no, completely I, agree with ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. You don't just twist. But he's a dinosaur. Board. He doesn't have a brain. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Then. Fair enough. That, therefore, it's the best booking I've ever seen. <laughs> right, come on, then. Your catchphrases. Catchphrases. A certified G, and a bona fide stud. Enzo and Big Ass himself. Yes. Um. Let's go for an easy one. Ho. <laughs> Just ho is in the Godfather or ho is in Hackstall Jim Duggan. Yes, it's clobbering time. The punk himself, CM. Your favourite, Holler. If you hear me. That'll be Big Papa from Scott Steiner. Yes, where is it? Where's it gone? See, why couldn't this be an official quiz with everyone back? I'd because they're just too easy. Is I'd it... have won it all. Uh, Never again. That'd be Jericho from the late 90s, early 2000s, surely. Exactly. Um. Really? Really? Oh, we've sat Really? Is that like the Miz? It is the Miz, well done. There when we go, my yeah. hand goes up, your mouth <laughs> goes shut. I thought, I thought it, was, it was something like that, yeah. Feed me more. What a guy. Right, right. What a waste. <laughs> um, right back. Yes, that's not cool. <laughs> Kalito? Yeah. Has bit in the face of people get who don't back, want to Get be him cute. back again. That quality appearance at the Rumble and then on Raw the next night and never seen again. I am a wrestling god. Oh, it's... um. Of course I know it. Why is it going out of my head? <laughs> hey, wrestling god. Um. Oh, my God. Why is it going out of my head? A JBL. There we go. Uh, oh, so you worried me then. I thought I'd lost that one. Nerd. Um, that was that awful storyline that Gallows and Anderson had, was it? Yeah. Do you remember? They were going around calling people nerds. Yeah. The good, the good <laughs> brothers, the they're calling themselves yeah. these days. Everyone's favourite. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Zachy you know Boy it. himself, Zach Ryder. What about me? Raven. Yes. Oh, I was getting them all right here. See, that's raving. If you want some, come get some. All right, Jonathan himself. <laughs> We've seen enough. No, I bet you can't get. I bet you'll never get this one. Go on, then. rest in peace. Really <laughs> <right>. <laughs> and our final one. Is it actually going to be a challenging one? Because I've bossed this. No. I mean, I'll give you. I'll try and find a harder one, but this one's pretty easy. Uh, damn. <laughs> Ron Simmons. Farouk, Farouk, yeah. What's this one? So I'm just going to click on this. That's the truth, the whole tru- truth, and nothing That's but the our truth. truth, I would assume. Yeah, it is. And Ron Killings, the truth. The truth shall set me free. Or has set me free. I'm me free. the best in the world at what I do. Oh. I mean, that's Punk or Jericho or Ziggler or... Uh, is it a woman? No, no. It's a... Bret Hart. Um... Oh, I feel like that one has to... Would you please shut the hell up? Well, that's Jericho, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I said uh, Jericho about two minutes ago. Yeah, you said Farid. Ain't got Farid <laughs> quiz. It's one of 
one of those for me. Who knows? <laughs> and let's just find. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dolph Ziggler. I'm Dolph Ziggler. There you go. Backstage. Oh, he's reminds there. me of Braden Walker. Hi, who are you? Braden Walker. <laughs> that that time he stood on the stage with his hands on his hips. I love that video. What a time to be alive. This is my house. Page. Yeah. I mean, these are just random ones that I found on the website. I mean, if I had more time, I probably could have found some more. But, um, yeah. I've been bloody besmirched. (laughs) That's got to be regal, has it? It is regal, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, just the the language used. I'm not daddy's little girl anymore. That's not even a... That's that, that, well, that's I'm all grown up now. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> like that regal was not a catchphrase. He, he will have said it once. In his yeah, no, this, this is on a different website. This I just thought oh, I could right. try and find uh, something else. But yeah, that, that one just tickled me a little bit. Who? I mean, you want to talk about everyone's favourite Blue Chew whilst we, whilst we take a break. This episode is brought to us by Blue Chew. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, and I'll tell you one thing. I was in bed the other night with a wife and I went to go take a Blue Chew. And accidentally, um, no, I went to go take a sleeping pill on the side and accidentally took the Blue Chew. So instead of having 40 rinks, I had 40 masturbations. That's what he said on the last episode. <laughs> Ooh. We have to say we are unfortunately not sponsored by them. So if anything, we're just giving them a free plug on behalf of um, Regal's podcast. Exactly. Gentleman and... Villain. Listen to There's Our Plug for Gentleman Villain because we love it so much. Because it's really... It is. It is very, 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 very good. But I think that's all I've I've kind of found at the That'll moment. Do. That was basically full There was a few nice, easy so ones. Probably. I mean, yeah. you can't, can't believe it took you that long to get the JBL one, but sure, why not? I'm gonna oh, on the next ladies. official quiz. I'm gonna do the catchphrase one, but I'm gonna find really obscure ones from like WWE what, that they said from, once like, the mid <laughs> the mid 2000s. People like the Johnsons or whatever they were called. The stupid. No, we'll we'll get random quotes, like random lines from wrestling songs. In Who once said this? Yeah, <laughs> and it will be so many. So little time. So many asses. <laughs> so little marks. It'll be full of marks. Right. <laughs> Where can everybody find us on the social? Oh, God, don't make me do it. I'll mess it up again. You did it last week. <laughs> did I get it right? Get it right this time. No, you got it wrong, didn't you? Try again. It's, it's Grapplecast Show on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find us at Grapple Show on Podcast on Facebook. Type it in, Grapplecast Show. Give us a like, give us a follow. You can give us a tweet back if you like. Sometimes we'll put polls out there, especially we are, by the way, the events. We are, by the way, just at Grapplecast Show on Facebook as well. You can type in Grapplecast Show podcast. It will no, come up on go. all of on all of them. If you're on Spotify and Apple, on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast, your Deezers, anywhere you find your podcast, type in Grapplecast Show podcast. It will come up. Don't you worry about that. Give us a five-star review if you enjoy the show. Give us a four-star show if you think Taryn should be better at quizzes. Who knows? Maybe oh, much better than this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, <laughs> I was just reading the quotes here. There was one here. I devote this and every match to Eddie. <laughs> Probably said once in his life. But there Ray, you go. Ray or Shepard. Yeah, Ray. Ray, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's uh, not even a quote. That's just something he just said once, probably. But it's not like he came out of here going, I dedicate this match. <laughs> Gets in on the t-shirt. But no, yes, Grapple Cast Show on Lovely. all of the uh, social media platforms, except those ticking talks, because, you know, we don't do that. That's true. We look forward to next week, then. We look forward to the return. Cully's will, too. Will um, we? Who knows? <laughs> will we be back? Are you not on another week? I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm still not even convinced on Oli. I think they've been photoshopping all the pictures that I've seen, put it that way. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've done well. They've won 360 odd quid on the bingo. They've won a few quizzes. So, they're there was having a, a good time. Cool FC question on yeah. the quiz that they did, you see. So, he probably. The only, te- the, o- the, the, only, the only team in football 
in tangerine and white. You see? <laughs> see, everyone knows it's true, even you. Right, well, thank you very much, everybody, for giving us a listen this week. As Jamie said, like, subscribe, download all that business at Grapplecast Show. Give us a thumbs up and a review if you want to. And until next week, um, we'll see you then. Thanks very much for listening. Ta-ra! Bring it back!